Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. I am so excited to welcome one of our guests back to the show today. This is Jeannie, who has lost an astounding 99 pounds with Yay! Dirty Lazy Keto. <laughs> 99. Could it be any more exciting than 99? I have to say. But Jeannie is here today to teach us a thing or two that she has learned along the way about not necessarily focusing on the scale, but really changing her mindset. So if you're excited about a dramatic weight loss success story and some tips um, on what you can do at home to make your dirty, lazy keto journey more successful, I hope that you'll stay tuned and listen to Miss Jeannie. So welcome, Jeannie. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be doing this. I'm so glad you're here again. I think that I, I've been saving this secret for you. What you are my most downloaded episode out of all the Dirty Lazy Keto podcasts. I'm so excited. So this, you know, I love it, it makes sense that you're back. We got to hear some <laughs> more from Jeannie. Oh, thanks for having me. So well, what I, do you got in that little bag of tricks, ma'am? Because well, a lot of us need your help. I got a little bag of tricks that came from you. It was uh, my surprise gift one day. A oh, dirty wow. keto, shop, keto shopping bag, which keeps me centered. I love it. <laughs> I like prizes. What's yeah. in that little bag of tricks that you got? Well, I got a lot of things to talk about. Um, one of the things I wanted to show you from this little bag of tricks is uh, how I stay you know, focused on who my support people are and my cheerleaders. And guess who's my number one cheerleader? I don't know. Could it be? Stephanie oh. Laska, uh, I save this note. I love this note. I keep it in my office. <laughs> and I just know that you're there when I'm making dinner in my dirty, lazy keto apron you gifted me. Oh my gosh. All my prizes uh, are coming back. I'll tell you, I love my prizes. And the other thing I do to stay focused on my cheerleaders is I think about, you know, um, what really is responsible for my success. And it's the books. You got to get the books. I mean, you could do it for free, but it's so nice to know exactly the measurements and everything and what to do and all the good tips you give on the side. So I try to stay close to my cheerleaders and you're one of them and my support systems. I'm Another glad it's thing, helping you. It is. So keeps you on track. No negativity. Get rid of the negativity in your life. Um, it's not about any mojos. Uh, don't run for the MCT oil and break your bank with that and, or drink it if you don't like it as an additive. Don't do the beef and butter fast. Don't do the egg fast unless you want to hate beef and butter and you want to hate eggs eventually, you know. So I'm trying not to look for magic. I'm trying to look for the sustainable journey. So one thing is my cheerleaders and my support system. The other thing is I try to keep myself centered because I could be uh, all over the place. So one way I do that is I found a journal that works for me and it had to be cheap. <laughs> so my Walmart $6 journals, I am now on my see. second one of them. Oh, I that's wonderful. Now, what do you put in there? 
So these are called plan, pause, and reflect and flourish, which is the journey I'm after. And what I put in there is there's a space where I could give myself a focus word for the day. I could check off in the column the emotions I feel that day, sometimes motivated, sometimes healthy, that kind of thing. And then I write what my affirmations are the day, for the day, what I think I'm going to be able to stick to. And it's all guided prompts. And things like, you know, what did you learn from today? What was your success? What are you going to do differently tomorrow? What's your goal for the next day kind of thing? And okay, so say those three fun. again. So what did I learn from today? What did I learn from today? I'll tell you. It says, what okay. made me happy? What, what made me happy? Okay. How did, what challenged me? How did I help someone? What could I have done differently? And what did I learn about myself? Oh, I that, like those. Those are very are good. Great. Those great. are helpful. Six and a half uh, dollars. I mean, you can't go wrong, right? And how, do, how does that help you with your eating? I'm curious. Well, because I write prompts in there like, uh, today I will stay under 20 net carbs, you know. Uh, today I will drink three 16-ounce bottles of water, which is big for me. And I'll write things like, today I will meal plan first thing in the morning, that kind of thing. Or today I'm going to make something using my eggs, that kind of thing. So it sounds right. like you create like a really short goal almost. It's like yeah, a, an aphorism, a very, you know, miniature goal. And you know what's expected of yourself. Is that yeah. fair to say? And you stick to it. You got to stay centered, I think, you know. Another yeah. way I stayed centered was in the very beginning. I thought to myself, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this for life. Boy, was I wrong. And I had a lot oh. of time on my hands. <laughs> so uh -huh. don't laugh. Makes a lovely boa. Oh my gosh! I made a paper chain and made I made a paper chain boa. segments of it. And what I would do is I would just um, oh now I'm going to wear it as an earring. Now you're going to wear it. It's a new hairstyle. <laughs> and what I would do is I would just take um take the little links and throw them in a paper bag when I got through with them uh -huh. and write the dates on them. And I just was keeping track of you know. Yeah, I could commit to anything for 90 days. Okay. And so 90 days loops in, her, in your BOA? Was that it? That was my BOA. I was pulling off links and, and tracking 90 days. Uh, this January, I felt like it was going to be my second year on keto. So I had to, um, I had to change it up. So mm -hmm. I, I wasn't up for making another band. So what I did is I, I got like a $1.50 vase at Walmart that was kind of decorative. I could keep on my kitchen counter. Okay. And I bought like the most colorful, cheap paper clips I could find. And mm -hmm. every day I was on keto. I just okay. threw a paper clip in the jar. It just reminded me, you know, hey, I might not see it on the scale, but every day I'm doing something. So, so, it, so one, one, one was a takeaway. The boa was the mm -hmm. 90 days where every day yeah. you did a day, you, you ripped one off and tossed it. Yeah. And then the, the vase was more of a, how long have I been doing it? And you've been and adding. Starting um, in January. Starting in January once a day. So today, paperclip, I'm on it again. So okay. it wasn't that you lost a pound. It was more like you just kept at it. Right. It was, it was the perseverance, right? The stick-to-itiveness. Ah. See, that is the key, I think, right? Because so many people are so focused on like a pound, a pound, a pound. It has to be this, has to be that. But you're saying it's more about just sticking to it. Big picture. It's the everyday small choices, hour by hour, day by day, right? I'm getting, I'm getting it. I'm taking notes. <laughs> is anyone else taking notes? This is good stuff, people. <laughs> so the third thing I learned in okay. my mindset over mojo is, you know, I have to know what makes me tick. I'm not an exerciser. And I, and I also didn't have the money to join a gym. And I knew it would just be a, what they call a fat tax, you know, where you pay the gym and you don't show up. They call <laughs> it a what? That's called, they call that a fat tax. 
A what? Because a fat tax. A fat so you're tax. You're paying this tax for oh, being fat. fat. You go sign up in the gym in January. You fat they tax. make you that jump. That's the horrible. Thing. That's the most horriblest, which is not a word. <laughs> thing you ever that heard, the right? most horriblest thing I've ever heard. Well, but ever tried thing? to get out of a gym membership? What they make you jump through for hoops? <laughs> right. Okay, I get it. So we don't want it. We don't want a fat tax. Right. So instead, know what makes you, you tick, okay? Okay. I, okay? I wasn't a big fan of exercise. I didn't have a lot of money for the equipment. So I bought the cheapest stationary bike I could get. And the other thing I did is I um, said, okay, I got two feet attached to the bottom of my legs. I'll use those. They're free. And I tried to do some planned inefficiency, like mm -hmm. um, park farther away, make two trips up the stairs with the laundry, that kind of thing. And on top of that, I had to find if I wanted to really get into exercise and be competitive with my own progress on it, I had to know what will get me out there. And for me, it was things like doing 5K charity walks and having to train to do the 5K charity walks because I was barely walking anywhere or not getting a lot of steps. So what I did is I found charities that really speak to me. And you know, I've told you before, I was aligned with Sandy Hook and the assistant superintendent. So what I do, is my bright colored envelope holds it all, is I do yearly the race for Catherine and everybody gets a medal. <laughs> and I keep my medal out. I keep my bibs. I do the 5K for Vicky Soto, one of our young teachers that was lost. And these are things I never in my life would have ever thought I had as a race bib or a race medal or things like that. And then when I really wanted to say, I got to go every day, rain or shine, which you saw I was doing, you know, to sustain that, I found another charity that was close to my heart, and that was Childhood Cancer. And I signed on for the 100 Mile Challenge at St. Jude's. So now I have my tumbler I could drink my water out of all day. And that's another anchor for me. And I ended up raising $1,000 for St. Jude's uh, just off uh, friends that were motivated by my DLK success and viewed it as supporting not only St. Jude's, but my journey. And I logged 100 miles in April. So, There's so much to unpack with that. I just want to first acknowledge, you know, I'm yeah. very sorry for your loss and what your community went through. And my heart just aches. I'm just... So thankful that you're here to share what you've been through and how you've, you know, turned that into something that's been meaningful and positive in your life. And I, I applaud you for that and, and what you, your community. Thank you. I was, I was there after the tragedy and my job was helping them get back on their feet, you know, as head, as one of the heads of the school system, as the assistant superintendent. But um, I stay, even though I'm not with it, I stay linked to it, you know, because once people share their lives with you, you know, you're linked yes. forever. You are. Um, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, and I also just, you know, uh, you know, logistic wise, I heard you say, you know, not joining the gym, focusing on what you have in front of you. You bought an inexpensive uh, exercise bike yep. and you used your feet. You used, mm -hmm. that was free. And mm -hmm. I, I love the phrase you used, um, something about inconvenient efficiency. Was that it? <laughs> Planned inefficiency. <laughs> talk talk about that a little bit more. What does that mean? I learned that years ago from a, I like from, that phrase from a diet doctor. And what does that she, mean? Yeah, she said what it is is exactly what I told you. Park the farthest parking lot space away. Uh, make two trips up the stairs with your laundry instead of one. Don't ask someone to get something for you. Get up off the chair and get it yourself. Um, once we turn. 18 or 16 and get our license, hardly any of us walk to the corner store anymore. Walk to the corner store. You'll make it back home, I trust that, <laughs> okay? Just 
don't try to carry all the groceries at once out of the car. Make a couple of trips. You'll save your wrists, your aches and pains, and you'll be better for it. So planned inefficiency. Very clever. I didn't know that was a word or a phrase. I like I it. I think Dr. Victoria Blank in Connecticut, Fairfield, Connecticut. Well, I'm going to just call it Jeannie said. There you go. I like that. I like Great tip. It's a wonderful credit. strategy. Very helpful. And it builds in all those extra steps and strength training and things that you didn't even anticipate. So it makes a lot of sense. I can't and it, tell you and it avoids that whole excuse. I don't have time because you're building it into your day. Exactly. And I can't tell you how much time we waste circling a parking lot like a land shark from Saturday Night Live. Right. Trying to find the empty space when you could go to the far end where nobody is. You'll have no dings on your car and you'll have extra steps in. Right. I love it. So mm -hmm. many great strategies. This is why you've lost 99 pounds. Mm -hmm. well, you're why I lost 99 pounds. You found the thing that made it easy to do for life. <laughs> well, hopefully everyone listening is like, it's like a catch-all effect, like a, like a rash that's spreading. Everyone's taking notes, figuring this out, and then it's just going to keep going and keep going. So I love it. What else do you got in that little bag of tricks? Okay. This so also, fun. I'm glad you like it. So uh, that was, um, that, that was um, the uh, going the distance kind of thing, knowing what makes you tick, you know, between the paper chain, the paper clips, the planned inefficiency, all of that. Another thing is um, I learned in another weight loss system, which doesn't work for me to sustain lifetime, uh, about anchors, a psychological concept. And what it is, is you have something tangible that's symbolic to you that you could look at or hold or touch that reminds you of what you're trying to do and keeps you on track. So you're at a celebration at work and they have all the cupcakes and donuts and everything out there. But you know what? If you're wearing your mantra band that oh. says that nobody could tell what it is, this is the nice little deluxe one. You could barely uh -huh. read the inscription, but it faces you. And this one says on it, she, um, what's this one say? She believed she could, so she did. Oh, I love that. Okay, so, so it's like a bracelet, kind of, with yeah. an inscription. Uh huh. Yep, it's mantra band. This is one mm -hmm. of their, their um, more expensive ones. And I've got this one here is uh, one of the basics. It says everything will be all right. Mm. You know, you might That's not lose well on the night, but you're going to get there. And don't compare yourself to anybody. And then the other is uh, I like this one because I'm a shorty. Though she be but little, she is fierce. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. That's a good one, too. These are all wonderful phrases. And they're connecting with me. It's interesting. I, I didn't I, know about this technique. But now that I'm hearing the phrases and the, the meaning behind it, like, I get it. It's resonating oh. with me. I mean, I, I totally concur. I concur. I you agree. Concur? I concur. And, and, you know, you could even make your own inscriptions on your own mantra brands nowadays, too. Not to, uh, I don't get anything from the company, but what I'm saying is you could make this as personal as you want, or you could mm -hmm. choose one of theirs. Uh, and then what happens is, remember I talked about cheerleaders? My old administrative assistant uh, found herself doing things like buying me order ornaments that say, believe, you know, like people, you share your journey with people and people begin to be supportive of that journey and jump on board with you, you know, and they want to do everything to support you. So, you Those know, are the right people to hang out with. I think they are, they're the only people to hang out with. The only people to hang out with. So those go back to anchors, you know, having something tangible you could look at. And as you can see with me between the journals and that, I'm a words person. I'm a former high school English teacher, college professor. So to me, I like my words. So I know that appeals. I can't take somebody else's 
and do it the same way as them. You got to find the thing that clicks to you. You got to know yourself. It takes some time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, then another thing I, I learned about is non-scale victories. I love the NSV uh, acronym. And I kept a bunch of them on my telephone, things like, Ooh, you know, I, uh-huh. could, I could walk up the stairs carrying something now without hands-on banisters. That was a big one. I had no core strength when I was heavy like that. Um, I don't stop midway on the stairs. Things like that. The little things that mean a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those things, too, for me, is size change. And I was trying to save my clothes. I hoarded, hoarded, hoarded. I was afraid I'd be back up there. You saw my recent post. I finally Yes, it was so motivating. So what I did, and I wish I did this earlier, is it's a lot easier to save size tags. To track <gasps> oh, I never thought of that. But that is a cool idea. Yeah. And you know, I have them in different categories, shirt size, bra size, swimsuit size, and this is skirt size here. This is, uh-huh. I didn't think of doing this till recently, but what I found when I cleaned my closet was 2X, 16W, 14, and this one's from yesterday, 12. <laughs> Woo, that is no a big spread. <laughs> what did you say? Else, no one else I noticed, Stephanie, is in uh-huh. looking at the prices, the prices get cheaper as your size goes down. Mm-hmm. It's an mm-hmm. Another fat tax. <laughs> but this yeah, that's is interesting because less fabric, right? And there's probably, you know, supply and demand. There's more supply of the smaller not a specialty, sizes. Not a specialty store. Mm-hmm. You know, take advantage of all the great star rewards and coupons and all that stuff. And now I could shop in, in um, stores that I used to have to walk by. You know, that, oh, there's nothing yeah. there for me but shoes. So now what do you do with those, that bag of tags? I just keep it in my top draw, like my underwear draw. And if I get something that's like a big shift, like the 12 skirt the other day, I can't remember being a size 12 skirt. It's probably when I was 20 and I'm 59 yet. Now I just put it right in there. And, and just now and then, like today, I knew I was coming on. I said, let me lay out some dress size ones and see what it looks like. So it's nice. It's interesting how none of these have to do with the scale and how much you've lost. Even though you've lost 99 pounds, all the examples you're sharing for the people watching and listening, these are things that they can do that are really motivating. And not about a number that you can't control. You really exactly can, you could control to some degree, but you really can't tell what your biochemistry is going to be that day if you're going to retain water or you know, you can to some degree, but it's an inexact science, you know. And you it's not, first, I think for me too, it is not as emotional, you know, the scale is so complicated. We have this long history of battling it and hating it and self-hate or self-negative talk. So changing it up like you're doing and focusing on the behaviors, focusing on different ways to measure success, like the paper clips, the chain, the tags, the, the achievement of a 5k or the non-skill victories. These are all ways that you're motivating yourself and monitoring your your progress. So staying this, in this tune, makes sense. Yeah, I think so, Stephanie. And you're also staying in tune to what are the things that get your heart going and makes you feel good, right? Yes. So I think also part of it is appreciating where you've been. It's not only where you're going, it's where you've been. You, we just, people are so hard on themselves. They've never talked to other people the way they talk to themselves. And I see it even on the site where we're all trying to build each other up, you know, like just uh, save the, save the, um, negative talk. I don't know for what. We don't need it anyway, but try to stay positive with yourself. But uh, another one of these non-scale victories for me was um, I kept my 
not only my before after pictures and you see how I've compared those like my wedding dress picture and everything. I kept my um, measurements and I keep them in a bag with my measuring tapes. Now, the reason I said tapes is because when I first started DLK, I had a hip measurement, I think it was, of 60.75. Well, guess what? This cute, hot, pink little measuring tape only goes up to 60. <laughs> but now I could use it. So I had to pull out of my sewing kit my 95-inch measuring tape. So I don't take this out of the bag because I want to remember I fit in this one quite comfortably now. My hip measurement nowadays is what? It's 43. <laughs> wow. What a so, difference. And I love how you say this cute little pink measuring tape. You get excited when you talk about that one. Listen, I'll tell you, I purposely picked that up in Hobby Lobby. And I said, do I want the purple? Do I want the yellow? The day I started DLK. And then I went to wrap that sucker around me. <laughs> and it didn't go. <laughs> So where you've been, appreciate the journey, right? And don't use the scale. Sizes often change, measurements change, and scale stays the same. Then this is one I stole. I markedly ripped it off from a company that sells these for an obscene amount of money for people. Uh, and this is, I won't call it what the company calls it, but this is my positive self-notes jar. Okay. And what this is, is I just bought a $1.47 vase at, um, at Walmart, put a 50 cent ribbon on it, and I bought these $1.50 paper book markers that have an adhesive on one end. And I looked through sites, I, I Googled positive motivation, success, um, mindset, all different things. And I just wrote a quote on each one in bright colored paper and just dropped it in the jar and used Easter grass on sale half off for 50 cents at Walmart, loaded the jar with that. And here's all my positive notes. And I'll give you an example. Here's one, there's lots of good stuff in here. And every day you take one, I keep 30 in it at a time. And every morning I take one. It's like my own fortune cookie without the calories and the carbs. Okay, so this one says, I need my glasses. And even though I'm the one doing the writing, I forget what's on here. This says, a positive attitude causes a chain reaction of positive thoughts, events, and outcomes. It's a catalyst that sparks extraordinary results. And that was said by Wade Boggs. So I have 30 of these in here at a time and I pull one every day and I make sure I start my day with something like that. And it's pretty, it's on my counter and people go, oh, what's that? It's like, hands off, none of your business. <laughs> no. no, I let people look at my notes jar. Then, but, but it can be private too. It could be public or private, that's up to you. You can match your Easter grass to your bedroom decor and keep it in your closet. You can do whatever you want, right? But, yeah, but these, I like how these appeal to different parts of you. Like some, I felt like you were more vulnerable when you shared that. As opposed yeah. to other parts that you're like, oh yeah, these are my sizes and my pants. So it's interesting <laughs> how different parts appeal to us at different parts of our journey and mean different things. And, and that's, I think, helpful. You're kind of going at it from so many different angles. I think <laughs> that's partly, you know, why you're so successful as you've covered all the bases. 
Uh, you know, Stephanie, I'm trying to make this my job, right? I'm trying to be serious about it and figure, you know, I was only given one vessel to live in for my life, right? And I've abused it for years. Uh, maybe not the way some people do with drugs and alcohol, but with processed foods and garbage and, you know, and um, just eating like potato chip dinner kind of thing followed by cake and you know that's uh that's not the way to go i feel so much more clear-headed i feel so much more focused but it's not something that casually happens you know i mean you've got to decide you're committed right and and um although this is the easiest way of eating i've ever tried and i look forward to my foods um i have learned that if my head's not right my heart's not going to be in it and the results won't be there so I work a lot on my headspace. That's the most important part, right? That's yeah. where a lot of us trip up. It's like people know, we all know deep down, okay, eat this, not this. Probably right. more of this, probably less of that. Like we have that little voice that guides us, but then we don't listen. So it's our it's our headspace that we have to focus on. And these are so, so helpful. I'm I'm learning a lot today. Oh, you're kind. <laughs> Is there anything else in that bag? And there's my final thing. Are you ready? Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Okay. It's like, I feel like there should be a drum roll or something. This is super helpful, especially if you're new and you're kind of like overwhelmed. This, these could be things, or even if you're struggling and at a stall, you know, just trying one or two or three of these things could make all the difference. And I don't do all of them at all times. You know, some of them I do at the same time concurrently. And some are things I've used along the way. I'm going back thinking over my last year and a half, you know? Yes. So finally, this is about celebrating milestones. One of my first milestones was the picture of the scale when I hit Wonderland, right? And I did those wedding dress pictures, which shocked me, you know? But then I went into the dollar store, keeping it good. And I said, how am I gonna celebrate? I saw I, you did it balloons, remember? Your 60 balloon when you lost 60 pounds. My next big thing is gonna be the full 100 pounds, right? And about a pound away from it, and damn scale goes up, down, up, down, right? But what I did is I was in uh, the dollar store and I found these cake topper numbers, right? I got 100 and you will see me standing there in an evening gown that I'm not buying, but I'll try on at Macy's or JCPenney's or David's Bridal and I'll sneak this in when nobody's looking and I'll take a selfie for you. But that will be when I hit 100. And when I feel like I'm so dogged down in the dumps because the scale goes... 99 pound loss, 97.5 loss, 98.199. Uh, I have these to look at and I say, I'm not even taking them out of the cellophane until I get there. But these are another anchor at a buck 25 a piece. You can't go wrong. But then how I'm really celebrating and I've already booked the tickets. You ready? Okay, I haven't okay. said anything. Oh, there's more. There's okay. more. This, is, this goes with this. Okay. Is I have decided that I am going to walk the minimum distance required on the Camino de Santiago in Spain. <gasps> and I have, have you ever seen the, the Martin Sheen movie, The Way? You know, it's a spiritual inward journey. I'm not religious, but I'm going to do it to get into my own head. I'm going to walk the last hundred kilometers in a week and a half in Spain. Um, and I'm going to start in Surya, Spain and go through to Santiago de Compostelo. And this is an especially great way to do this because I'm backpacking for the first time ever. I bought my hiking shoes. I'm walking to see that I could sustain 10 to 15 miles a day walking. And um, when I'm through, 
you go in Santiago de Compostela, you go in a church where there's this big like five foot tall censer that uh, does incense in the thing during the pilgrim's mass because you're a pilgrim and um, you get what they call a credential or a, um, a Compostela which is a certificate with medieval drawings on it that verifies that you walked the distance. And this happens to be what they call a Jacobian year during the Feast of St. James. So there's one special door that you could go into the cathedral that you could never go through. And in the Middle Ages, that would be the door where all your sins were absolved or you let go of all your burdens. So <laughs> it's a, it's, and this year there's going to be street festivals and street parades. So once I get there, tired as I am, I'm going to stay for three days and enjoy all the festivities. So that's going to be my gift to myself because I deserve it. Amen <laughs> to that. Well, it sounds like a figurative and literal celebration and transformation of everything you've been through. So what a culmination. What a celebration. Thank you so much. If you didn't lay the path out, the groundwork, I never would have known how to do this and make it so easy on myself. Well, you are making it look simple. And I want to follow in your footsteps. And I know a lot of our <laughs> listeners and watchers do as well. And actually, I think what I'll do next is link up a video in the comments where other folks can continue to listen to you and your story. So I'll link up your next interview right after this so people can binge watch Miss oh, Jeannie great. in action. Wouldn't that be fun? We'll do that. And we hope to hear more back from Miss Jeannie about her celebration and her trip overseas to Europe. And we yeah. want to hear about how that felt. So hopefully that'll be our next interview. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Well, thank you for joining us today in the Dirty Lazy keto podcast with stephanie laska and i congratulate you and say thank you and how do i say adios is that the right one adios is great <laughs> is that spanish did i do it right Bye have a wonderful trip Sayonara. you got it <laughs> i know i clearly that was not my language in high school but i wish you all the best and i expect to hear a big report you will okay. <laughs> thanks Take for care, everything Jeannie. Stephanie. bye bye thank you so much well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? do me a favor, tell a friend, be sure to subscribe, rate and review the Dirty Lazy Keto podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, keto superstars.